Hello, and welcome to the first episode of season two of Just Talking, a podcast that contains, well, just talking. Oh, I cannot believe I'm saying that this is the first episode of a new season of the podcast, um, starting in September. So uh, by the time this comes out, all of you guys will probably be starting a new school year or college year or whatever it may be. So hope you guys are doing okay and it's starting off really well. Um, we're definitely owed a very good academic year this year. Um, so yeah, for this first episode of season two, I'm joined by one of my good friends, Ella, to talk about two very nice topics. Um, for the first section, we'll be talking about building self-confidence, uh, both socially and when performing. And then for the second section, we'll be talking about life after COVID and are we moving on from it too quickly? I also wanted to mention just before we start um, that the episode may sound a little bit tinny, uh, just because both me and Ella were experiencing some technical difficulties when recording this. So hope you guys don't mind that. Um, so yeah, without further ado, here we go. Okay, and I'm here with Ella. Say hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, yeah, doing well. By the time this comes out, I think it's kind of sort of beginning of September. We'll all be back at school, so hopefully oh. both of us are doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, for the first section today, we're going to be talking about something that I definitely think we can both relate to. Like, I know we've talked and kind of like texted a lot about this subject. Yeah. Um, and that is self-confidence and kind of like building it both socially and also when performing, because if you don't know, me and Ella both um, perform at Stagecoach. Um, so, yeah, I guess the first question I should ask you is right now, how much confidence do you have in yourself? Right now, I feel like I have like a fair amount of confidence. It's not like I'm not the most confident person still, but I've definitely improved. I think when I'm around like people I'm very comfortable with, then like I'm fine doing anything around them but yeah. when I'm not then like I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> Would you say a year ago from now your confidence was lower than it is today? Yes like definitely because um I've just my oh how do I put this everything like nervous wise mm. like my my quivers that's all gone yeah, that's great. How so did I've you just... overcome that, though? Oh, so, well, since I first asked you all for advice, basically, I wrote, like, in my notebook, I just wrote a whole chapter on how I'm going to do this. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are, like, so many things I've tried, and they've all worked. One of them was just, like, being really confident with the material I'm working with. Mm -hmm. One of them is just breathing. Yeah, I mean, bring it back to the basics. Sometimes you just need to take a deep breath in life. Yeah. Um, um, I'd like to answer that question for me. I don't know. I feel like I'm not like blowing my own trumpet. Like, I've always felt quite confident yeah. in myself. Like, I've always not been afraid to put myself out there. But, like, I definitely think after having, like, you know, anxiety and kind of coming full circle with that, like, that definitely, like, obviously knocked my confidence down. You will relate to that feeling. Yeah. Um. I definitely think that affected my confidence for a little while, but now it's just like, 
especially like starting college and stuff it's just like oh yeah I've got to put myself out there just be confident with who I am don't like try and change myself or anything so yeah I definitely think I'm the same as you like I wasn't too confident but now I'm starting to feel a bit more confident yeah and it's um, not yeah go on sorry it's not just performing like socially sometimes I'd be a bit nervous um and we talked about this earlier a little bit but like sometimes just going to like a shop and buying something I'd be terrified of doing yeah I'm all right with doing it yeah it's funny isn't it how like confidence can be so subjective like you'll be fine doing one thing and then another thing will be like the absolute end of the world for you yeah I mean no I, I definitely understand that because like I guess do you feel more comfortable and around being like do you feel more confident around people that you know or do you feel more confident around people that you don't know I feel more confident around people that I know definitely yeah so that kind of explains maybe your feeling about like buying something because obviously that till person or cashier you've never met in your life so (laughs) yeah yeah no I definitely relate to that feeling 100% um so I guess we should probably discuss first like why do people have low self-confidence? Like, if you think about your own experience and, you know, think about a year ago when maybe you didn't have the confidence that you have now, what were, do you think, the reasons behind that? Like, why did you not think you had that much self-confidence? I think it's mainly, I think I was just comparing myself to other people because I remember in, like, in stage one, I was, I was, I was a kind of confident kid, kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, because we were all the same, basically. There was no, like, tear. Yeah. But then when I got to stage two, that's when we also just started doing solos and more independent stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And performing in front of people, that just scared me a bit, especially because I wasn't as close with everyone at that time. Yeah. But then when I got to know you guys, then I could like built it up yeah, yeah yeah it made you feel a bit more comfortable yeah yeah that's funny you say that because literally comparing to others is probably the first reason I have written down I definitely think that like I think we're just as human beings we're all just prone to like oh you know I'm like this but like could I be better because look at that person they have yeah. what I don't have and it's like you always gravitate to wanting to be better and I understand that like it's a good thing isn't it really that like you want to strive and do your best and yeah. want to get to that next level. But then sometimes it can be so detrimental, especially to your self-confidence when you're like, mm-hmm. oh, they're thriving. They're doing so well. If we go back to stagecoach, it's like, oh, yeah, their solos are amazing. They can sing like an angel. And then there's just like me who <laughs> has yeah. like no voice at all. Like you always kind of bring yourself down because you're trying to compare yourself to others. Mm-hmm. I remember... I remember the first time um, I got when my leg started like shaking. It was in um, stage two when we were just doing a few solos. I think we were singing something from Shrek, the musical. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> um, but we were just, we were only doing like two lines each, I think. We were just going round the semicircle. Yeah. And so I think I started just comparing myself to others because everyone was so. But it's funny because, like, when you say that um, about, like, you know, oh, I'm not too good at singing or stuff compared to other people, I hear you and I'm like, oh, my God, Ella's got such an amazing voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I know people don't like being complimented these days. 
<laughs> well, I don't know, just hearing myself back. Sometimes, like, I'm I'm proud of myself, but other times it sounds so... I don't even know how to describe it, but it, I just don't enjoy it. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, like, I... Oh, my God, this is going to... My friends are going to hate me. But I was <laughs> in this school band... Um, oh, wow. ...a while ago. <laughs> I won't say the name, just so that... I don't have embarrassment for the rest of my life. Um, but we were in a band and yeah. my voice was like pre-teen, you know, ha- my voice cracks hadn't started yet. Oh, um, yeah. Thank God they're like, calm <laughs> down now. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, you know, singing in there. And to be fair, I actually think one of those videos, we did three, at one of those videos, I actually think I sung really well. Um, I could never sing like that again, I'll tell you now. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, I listen to that, some of the others now, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's not it. And it's yeah. like, you can't help yourself but think, oh, my God, like, you know, that was like three years ago. I was so yeah. just like not confident with how I was. Mm. So I definitely relate to that feeling. Um, I guess another thing as well for self-confidence, uh, another reason why it could be low, is because you had that fear of, like messing up or doing something wrong yes. and that's definitely more orientated for like performing but like you know in society like you say you could um if you're going to buy a sandwich at a hill or something you could like stutter or say something and yeah. then you think oh my god I'm like an absolute fool um but like if we bring it back to performing do you have that fear sometimes when you're like on stage and you might have messed up a line or two and you're like oh my god everyone's gonna laugh at me oh I have no confidence Yes, because then I start overthinking as well, just backstage, and then that stresses me out. Like during descent, oh, okay, I'll, I'll talk about this during <laughs> descendants. Um, my solo, um, obviously, it, it didn't go as planned. All right, I, I tried, yeah. Um, I could, I, I think I just kept on overthinking it the whole way through. Right. Do you that, think sometimes that's because like you over practice it for like twelve weeks and you've like you know, you, you get to the actual day and you're like, Oh my god, it's here, I'm doing it now. I think yeah, probably because I was I was stressing about it as well. Um I could do it backstage fine. Like I'd go out and do it fine, but then when I got to the stage in front of everyone, then I Yeah. It everything I I just couldn't think like everything on blank but like that's just a feeling that everyone experiences so yeah like I think definitely like don't feel like oh my god that's like only me that messes up because like I've had times I remember I can't remember what show it was now was it we were rocky maybe I was the lead were you in oh yeah were you in stage three then or stage two yeah I was in stage three yeah, no, of course you were. Yeah, now I remember now. Um, so I was the lead in that, and I had a solo, which, um, yeah. God forbid, like, <laughs> actually went okay, like, enough. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, can I swear? Oh, F it. Yes. I was shitting myself, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just going, oh, my God. I'm, like, I'm going to fail. My voice is going to crack, because I was, like, definitely in voice crack sort of era yeah. back then. Um. And I was like, oh, my God, I look dreadful. Like, I'm wearing these gloves that don't fit my big (laughs) hands. Like, I just look like an idiot on stage. Um, So I definitely, like, agree with your feeling and, like, can, like, relate to that 100%. Yeah. 
Um, and I guess also a, a final reason for having low self-confidence is, and I can relate to this at kind of like one point in my life, is having a bad network of friends. Like, I guess in air quotations, friends, because, you know, sometimes if you have people that kind of bring you down a little bit or like belittle you or something, then, yeah. you know, that can really knock your self-confidence. So have you had any experience of that? I haven't, no. I've always had good friends, to be honest. Oh, that's good. That's good. Do they just like, do they notice sometimes if you're a bit like, what's a good word saying it, like wobbly, like you might not be feeling as confident as you normally do. Do they kind of recognise that? They'll, they'll always see it. (laughs) No, that's kind of a good thing though, because like the worst thing you can do in my experience is hide it because it just makes it, you know, even more difficult to try and make yourself more confident. Yeah. That's definitely good that you've got a nice network of friends. I mean, I do as well, but, like, I remember there was a time, like, a few years ago when, like, I keep coming back to my voice cracks, but, like, I would be really embarrassed if my voice went like this Um, (laughs) in the middle of, like, a conversation, and I'd be like, oh, my God, like, I want the ground to swallow me up, Um, and my friends didn't mean anything by it, because obviously it's funny, like, looking back, I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's quite funny, but, like, I, they would laugh and say, "Oh my God, Jacob!" You know, blah, blah. and it's like the worst thing you can do is if you're if you yourself is like worried about something or like stressing about something to have your friends then laugh about that, yeah, is literally like the worst thing imaginable. So I didn't think they made any like harm by it, but that definitely knocked my confidence down for a little while. I've gotten to a point where sometimes just if I make a mistake. I'd rather laugh at myself about it than break down and cry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think also, like, you know, it depends on the situation because, yeah. like, everyone, like, deserves to just, like, shed their emotions that they need to shed in the moment. Like, you know, if, for example, someone, you know, like, lost their voice mid-singing on stage oh, yeah. and they, like, ran off and they, like, bawled their eyes out, like, you could understand that because yeah it's a, it's like we're not i think this is where people kind of like misinterpret it like we're not laughing at you when things like that happen or like just laughing in general it's that kind of feeling as an audience member watching that it's like oh my god i can so relate to that feeling and i've mm-hmm. like had my own experience with something similar like that and it's like you know oh my god i just want to like hug that person and say yeah. like it's okay we've all had that <laughs> feeling <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I guess like to kind of wrap this topic up, um, what would you say to someone who's like, Ella, I have no confidence in myself these days. Like I feel really like low about my own ability and like who I am and stuff. Like what tips would you give them to kind of boost their self-confidence? Um, well, first of all, as I said before, just breathe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and try and trust yourself because I bet I bet you'd be a really talented person anyway and like you can't no one else can help you to trust yourself really but you yeah um and I'd say when if you're playing a character then just try to like really think about the person that you're portraying and the emotions of that character I think as well like if you're embarrassed by your character in any way because it's like you know some like you know every musical has that like one yeah over dramatic like 
baddie or something who's like yeah. you know a badass bitch and they're like you know you're, <laughs> you're too like uh, sometimes people are too afraid to like own that character because they're not confident in themselves so then to portray this really big over dramatic character it's like almost pushing yourself but yeah I think kind of following on what you said like I definitely say like try and you know like not be afraid of putting yourself in that character's shoes and just like owning yeah. it like own that role I feel like we all as actors like young actors um, and especially in stagecoach we always have that one role throughout yep. however many years we've been in stagecoach that just like was so good and so like dramatic and it's like you have that moment once just own it don't be afraid where anyone's going to react have yeah. confidence in your own ability sometimes you just need to push yourself out of your comfort zone yeah 100% 100% I definitely think that's a big thing for self-confidence like you know you've got to start pushing yourself um into like different situations that you're not confident in because it's better it's better to do the things that make you feel not as confident rather than just like you know staying too much in your comfort zone and like thinking oh I can't do anything because I've got no confidence so I might as well just like shut myself inside like that's not going to help you yeah um so yeah I guess kind of just like to wrap this bit up on like a really positive note um (laughs) just like make sure to like surround yourself with positive um positivity and just like have trust in yourself and like know your self-worth and then eventually I guess your confidence will start to grow more and more um and both me and Ella can definitely uh relate to that feeling of you know not having too much confidence and then slowly over time it kind of growing and growing to where it is now um so yeah thank you very much for listening and thank you very much Ella for talking about this with me thank you (laughs) and um we'll see you in the next section in a minute bye bye okay and we're back still here with Ella and so for this section we're going to be talking about something that Originally, when I was planning this with you, um, a few sort of like, what must be about, by the time this comes out, probably be a few months ago, um, when we started like discussing about what we were going to talk about, um, you had gone through COVID yourself. um, And I was really interested in kind of like talking about it with you um, and like your experience. But obviously, as I've made it quite aware (laughs) on Instagram... Since then, kind of like um, mid-August, I got COVID-19 myself. Um, so that completely changed my ideas um, for this sort of section of the episode. Um, so, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. But kind of the first question I want to ask you, Ella, if we kind of bring it back to like a year ago when, oh, the last time that times were actually normal in life. <laughs> um, in March 2020, what was your initial reaction to COVID-19? Um. I didn't really think much of it because it was literally on like the other side of the world. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really think much of it because I didn't think it would come to the UK either. Well, I, I did have like suspicions of it, but I didn't think it would be so bad here. Yeah. Because I thought like, I thought Boris Johnson would deal with it straight away. Oh, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I definitely think that, um, like, people weren't expecting it to be such a big thing, like, especially yeah. with the whole lockdowns and things, like, so quickly. Um, 
because obviously there's like so many viruses that circulate you know we have the flu every year we have sickness bugs blah 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 blah. but like obviously with this it was like a completely new virus to us humans obviously I know Mm -hmm. it's kind of circulated in the animal world um for like donkey's years but having it like circulate around humans when we're so like unknown about it we don't know what it could do um I definitely think people were fearful of that but I was 100% thinking the same as you like oh it's in China like you know they can just deal with it there the chances are it's not gonna come over to the UK but how wrong we were (laughs) um yeah so yeah I definitely agree with your way of thinking so like I guess another question that I can ask you is obviously everything happened so quickly like you know COVID-19 started um going around uh the news and the media it started popping up everywhere I vividly remember being in school in like sort of end of February and like everyone was talking about um I don't know I think some like James Charles had like some scandal at the time oh yeah I think uh and I remember just like looking at the news for something about it because I knew it was like a big thing at the time um and I was looking past the news and I saw like new um pneumonia virus has been like in China like Mm -hmm. uh, that says expert or something and I was like oh god that sounds quite like weird but like again like you think nothing of it and it's like oh it is not really going to affect us and then literally like a week later, right, schools are shut down, Boris, <laughs> you're in your home, you're in your own homes. And it's like, oh my God, what just happened? Um, so what was your like reaction to suddenly just being thrown into a quarantine and a lockdown? Um, to be honest, I was kind of all right with it because I was a, I was only in year seven at the time, so it's nothing really important to me. I have I don't have much to stress about like no like GCSEs or A-levels yeah it's just learning online I was kind of excited actually because I get to stay at home and not really go to school and wake up early oh I definitely think that was a feeling that me you and every single child in the whole of this country or the whole of the world really felt um yeah it was definitely nice just to be able to wake up and just like not have that stress of oh my god I'm gonna miss my train (laughs) oh my god I need to get my uniform on like 100% but oh Ella I tell you I wish I was in year seven when this happened yeah you're living the dream (laughs) (laughs) well kind of I mean no one really wants to be locked in their homes um Mm. but yeah did you um like did it when you were at home like school was all over the place um nothing was really normal did it then hit you like oh my god like things are never going to be the same again or was it kind of a delayed response um a few I feel like a few weeks in or yeah a few weeks in I kind of already just got tired of it yeah I just wanted to be back in person especially when doing stagecoach online I just wanted to see everyone in person again yeah that was such a weird experience doing it on zoom and things yeah how did you find that um I found it scary at first um especially since we were doing so actually we were doing solos as well at the time online oh yeah we were yeah um it that was a stressful time but I feel like it was also kind of good because you could kind of watch yourself as you did it through the screen yeah but it's funny I just I literally to begin with because obviously like 
I don't think I actually don't know if this is true, but I don't think Zoom kind of existed before 2020 or yeah. it might have. But like, I mean, no one knew about it. So suddenly just to be like thrown into a, a quarantine and you're on your computer and you've got like tiny squares of these people that you love and you see every week. And it's like, yeah. I want to see you, but you're just tiny squares on a screen. It's <laughs> really daunting, I think. So I definitely agree with your feeling there. Um but I kind of wanted to have your insight on lockdown um, just in general. Like, do you think that lockdown was a good thing or were there more bad things than good things about it? I think it was a good thing. Um, in like, help, didn't I think it helped the environment as well, kind of, because there weren't as many, like, pollution emissions. Yeah, things. that's true. Um, but... It really knocked down some people's mental health. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, and like, many industries got worse because they need people in person to, like, physically work. Yeah. I definitely think as well, like, um, kind of going off what you said about the mental health, like, so many studies of people um, that had, like, heightened anxiety um because of the whole sort of like fear of the unknown like how long are we going to stay like this what's life going to be like after this because for like a good six months like quarantine is all we knew like that was it that's literally all we yeah. could do was stay at home we'd have like for us too we had our stagecoach zooms and so and so but some people didn't even have that um yeah so I can't imagine what that was like for those sort of people but yeah I think it's all we knew and people were really scared and catastrophizing like okay so what's going to happen when we come out of it and like when you think about it six months is like in retrospect of our lives like it's not that long but yeah. when you're living like you said you were like bored after three weeks like when you're living in that moment for six months uh, it just you, you don't think about anything else because all you have to do is be at home and just like stay safe I guess um, so I think a lot of people were really fearing what was going to happen afterwards. Um, people's uh, depression started really increasing, again, because that sort of catastrophizing sort of spiral. Yeah. Um, and I did an essay on this, actually, um, when we came back to school. But um, a new sort of like mental disorder, if you will, called um, post-COVID stress disorder um, actually started arising um, because oh. people were like too scared to do normal things anymore. Yeah. So, like, going out to shops um, and, you know, like, meeting up with friends, people will be absolutely frightened because, like, you haven't done that for so long and the virus was still circulating. So I kind of feel like everyone had that sort of post-COVID stress a little bit. Would you say that you had it a little bit? Um, yeah, I'd say I had it a little bit, especially there were so many different things we had to do, like wearing masks, which was different. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that big of a change, but it was still different. Um, and the sanitizing a lot. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, a, that was a good thing. But so like, I'm glad we had that. It's definitely something that you had to adjust to for a second. It's like, whoa, yeah. we have to wear masks everywhere we go. Whoa, we have to like hand sanitize all the time. It definitely is like, you know, everyone had that same feeling of like, this is weird, but we've got to understand this is going to be our normal for like a year and a half. Yeah. Um, temperature checks. 
Oh, oh yeah, they were awful. Yeah. I felt like some alien gun was being pointed to my head. <laughs> and it was like that beep. And then, like, I remember in Stagecoach once, um, someone had a, uh, like, too high a temperature. Oh. Um, but they weren't experiencing any, uh, any other symptoms. So I think they just, like, stayed there. Um, yeah. But it was, like, this, like, horrible sound. Like, it sounded like someone was screaming because, like, that's the sound that the scanner made um, oh. when it recognised them. And it was, like, from then on, I absolutely feared getting that sound on my head. Yeah. Oh. I wanted that nice little gentle beep to say I was okay. Um, oh. But, oh, yeah, temperature checks were annoying, 100%. Um, so I guess we should get to the bulk of this section, which is the thing I'm most interested in, is kind of talking about both of our COVID experiences, because we'll get into it in a minute, but we um, both had very different experiences with COVID. So it's actually quite nice to kind of discuss the contrast between the two. So obviously we'll start with you, Ella. Kind of give me like a timeline of events um, from like when you first found out you had COVID to kind of the recovery process from it. Um, okay, when I first found out I had COVID, I, I didn't think that much of it to be well I did the moment the only thing I was scared about was just missing stagecoach yeah um but otherwise because I I felt fine when I found out like I didn't have any symptoms at that time yeah so I wasn't too stressed but um as the days got on then the symptoms then the symptoms started to show I think yeah. I got I had like a cold first um and then I lost my taste and smell. Oh, worst thing imaginable. Yeah, that was the worst part of it, actually. Yeah. So would you say from, like, 1 to 10, how bad was, like, 1 being an okay experience and 10 being the absolute worst experience? Where does your experience with COVID kind of fall on that scale? I'd probably give it a 4 or a 5. Why would you say that? Because it, to me, it was kind of just like a normal cold. Yeah. Apart from the fact that I had to isolate. Yeah. But um, it, so, yeah, go on. It, it wasn't like such a scary thing for me. Yeah. I guess. Because yeah. I guess like, you know, you weren't feeling that bad. It was like, oh, I have COVID, I'll survive kind of a thing. Yeah. Did you definitely, because you weren't um like really ill, did you just like have... I don't know how many days it was like 14 14 days of absolute boredom yeah <laughs> how was that for you I didn't enjoy it my favorite part was doing um um when it was stagecoach I did d- dance online on zoom with them I remember that yeah <laughs> oh that yeah was... you were in like the little screen we were all waving <laughs> yeah. to you I remember that I remember I couldn't hear what was going on for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but that, that was nice that you had, like, some way of kind of joining back in with us. Yeah. And then I joined for break time as well. Oh, yeah. We passed you around on the phone. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was oh. really fun. Yeah, that was funny. Um, But, oh, God. I mean, you saying that, I wish that was my COVID experience, to be honest, but sadly it was not um I uh, got COVID probably from my uh, college summer school that I did um in the first week of August 
Um, unfortunately, someone was clearly carrying it. Um, asymptomatic, obviously, because none of us will. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of just made sense that I got it from there. But I remember kind of later that week, uh, just like getting that really bad sore throat that I know a lot of people have been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, like it felt like literally like sandpaper. And it was oh. like such a weird feeling. It was honestly, it was so weird. Um, and then kind of really starting to feel like heavy in my own body. Um, oh, wow. I know, it was strange, so strange. And then I wake up the next day and I'm in bed and I'm like, All right, this is not right. Um, and so I kind of thought what you thought, like, um, oh, it's not really that much. It's probably just a bad cold. Um, and I took a COVID test um, alongside my mum and literally the positive line could not be more positive like it was literally (laughs) it was so thick and so obvious I was like oh my god (laughs) yes it was so weird and then my mum's uh wasn't as positive but like Uh, we were both definitely positive yeah um and yeah so I basically spent three days oblivious to life kind of in my own little world of just fevers and chills and oh my god it was awful um and then, yeah, basically from then, just spent weeks of just feeling absolutely exhausted. Um, and just like, like you said, loss of taste and smell basically making me want to cry. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, oh, it was such a weird experience. And like the one overarching thing I was thinking about this whole time was like, I was not expecting myself to react like that because yeah. I- I'd seen you um, and a few other people that I know react with barely anything really like like you said Mm -hmm. it it just felt like a cold um but then when I came down with it and I reacted so badly to it obviously like you know I I sound really dramatic I mean there's people that were like hospitalized and stuff um I know me and you just before we started recording we're talking about this 12 year old um that died unfortunately as as a result of COVID which is horrible um I could have been a lot worse but it definitely was like a horrible experience um and it's just like I was so not expecting that but going off of everyone else's asymptomatic sort of like yeah. experiences with it so yeah it was it was such a weird thing um do you now having had COVID do you feel a little bit like less worried about it um I feel less worried about having it yeah but if I'm like spreading it then I'd be more worried about that oh 100% because I feel like all the scientists just kind of call us like teenagers and children yeah. like super spreaders because you know um, unfortunately I can't say that but like most people were asymptomatic with the virus and then like the worst thing you want to think is oh my god I've given my grandparent COVID yeah and like I didn't even know about it like that that is a horrible thought so I definitely agree with you um So I guess then the sort of final thing to wrap this section up is um, that overarching question now kind of coming out of the lockdowns, hopefully, fingers crossed, not another one on the horizon, even though (laughs) I know a lot of people are saying there could be one. Um, Like, do you think people and like businesses and other sort of like companies and establishments, do you think they're moving on from COVID too quickly? Um. I'd say maybe they are a little bit too quickly because the cases, there are still lots of cases. Yeah. There were like literally like 20,000 cases yesterday, I think. Oh, wow, that's crazy. I feel like 
there isn't so much stress about the amount of cases every day now. Yeah. I feel like it's not being, like, talked about as much as it used to be. I feel like that's an interesting point because, like, you remember the early days when, like, the first person has died from COVID and it was, like, trending everywhere and, like, the news people were talking about it. And now, like, unfortunately, it's just, like, if another person dies from it, it's kind of just overlooked now. It's like, oh, well, that's COVID for you. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's not even thought about. It's just, like, a statistic, I guess. Yeah. And, like, people just become statistics. It's like, we've lost our humanity thinking like that. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, so many people have unfortunately died. And, unfortunately, probably a few more people will die in the coming months. But, like, you know, you've got to think that we as humans should try and not let people just end up being a statistic on a spreadsheet. Like, we've got to try our best as young people who could easily spread it to someone else like not let that happen and just like not be too um what's the word like gravitated to trying to get back to a normal that's not quite there yet I don't think we're back to how we were kind of like 2019 and stuff like because I don't think we ever will be and I think people need to start like realizing that do you think that yeah I don't think we'll ever be completely normal as we once were yeah I think we'll still we'll I think we'll always have to be cautious of it and I think as well like all the doctors have said that it's just gonna eventually after this sort of like surge has stopped it's just gonna come um as a sort of yearly thing like the flu does it um what's called an endemic where it just comes annually in the winter and we deal with flu. There's flu vaccines every year for people that are eligible for them or you can get yep. them privately. Like, I think that's just what COVID is going to become. And we just have to learn to live with it. But as of now, in the state that we are in with COVID cases still rising because we're still in this pandemic, I definitely think people are too quick to wanting to like get back to normal because I understand I sympathize with that because we've not been able to do anything normal for a year and a half now so I 100% agree what people are thinking and like us teenagers all we want to do is just be outside and go out yeah. hang out with our friends but like we've got to just take a step back and think what's better for the future to be safe and like really watch what we're doing now to live a better future in the coming years or do we be a bit selfish and reckless and just try and be normal, which could then lead to this pandemic continuing further. Yeah. Um, so I guess just as a finishing note, uh, what advice would you give to someone, as someone who's had COVID themselves, what would you say to someone who is like, oh, I don't care about COVID, it's all an exaggeration? Like, what would you say to that person? Um, I think you should care because even though you may be young if you are, but just because you're young doesn't mean you can't have just because you're young doesn't mean you'll have a good experience with it yeah definitely like there's always an if yeah 100 percent. there's always that what if like what if I react badly to it um so yeah uh I guess that kind of wraps up this section thanks again Ella for talking about it with me it's lovely hearing your experience um with covid was well, not lovely because i don't really wish covid on anyone um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just nice to hear like your experience with it and then also like comparing that to mine i think it's quite eye-opening for the people that will listen to this episode um to realize like 
we can all have different experiences with COVID. But like you say, it's that what if I actually end up getting it quite badly? So it's just, you know, teaches people to one, get vaccinated if you can, please. <laughs> I beg you. I know so many people that are like 16, 17 who are starting to get vaccinated. I tell you now, having the experience that I've had, you do not want COVID. So if you can get vaccinated, please do. I swear. I'll, I've got natural immunity for six weeks. Um, so once that's over, I'm getting vaccinated and I don't care what anyone says. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so please do if you can. Um, but yeah, just also just like continue to stay safe and like do what makes you feel comfortable. If people are pressurising you to act a certain way or come on, COVID's finished now. Let's go back to normal. Like, don't let them like do what you yeah. feel comfortable doing. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode of season two of Just Talking. Uh, a big thank you again to Ella for coming on this. This is the first episode. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you are our first guest for this season. You're so honoured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Um, but, yeah, so thanks, everyone, for listening to this. Um, I hope this episode uh, is a reflection of the amazing um, people and topics that are to come for the rest of this season. And I hope you have a really nice day. Thank you for listening. My Instagram handle is underscore just talking podcast underscore at the end again. And yeah, thank you very much, guys. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.